This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome to episode 77 of the How She Did That podcast. Have you ever thought about creating your own digital product? Well, if so, you're going to want to listen in because today we are talking all things digital products and why your service-based business would be well-served by offering one. And it's actually way less intimidating than it sounds. Today's guest, Jenna Bonham-Carter, is going to share with us how digital products can help to grow, monetize, and scale your service-based business while creating the income and impact that you are meant for. I mean, you're already an expert at what you do, so why not make some sleep coins doing it? Am I right? Yes. (laughs) So let's go ask Gemma how she created her scalable offer. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I would love, first of all, for you to tell our audience who you are and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Gemma Bonham Carter. I'm the founder of GemmaBonhamCarter.com. And I help online entrepreneurs create, launch, and scale their digital product-based businesses. So no matter what background you're coming from, I feel like there's a digital product in you that you could launch. And I haven't seen a niche yet that like couldn't be well served by adding a digital product into the mix. And so that is what I help entrepreneurs do. That's fantastic. And I'm so excited that we're talking about how virtual support pros can create their first digital product. I would love to know, did you start off with a digital product or did you do done for you services first and then move into that? It's a great question. So I sometimes I wish I'd gone from done for you services into a digital product that probably would have been an easier transition for me. I came from a bit of a different background because I was a blogger. So I was a home decor and lifestyle blogger and I built up a business as a blogger and then started getting questions of how I did that. And then that is when I transitioned into digital products. My first one was uh, I cringe when I think back on it now, but it was called create your blog biz. And it was like a how to for new bloggers. And that was my first foray into digital products. So I didn't come from a done for you background, Mm -hmm. but I actually think that that is sometimes the secret sauce to really being able to get further faster with a digital product. Well, especially because right now, one of the hot things in digital products and in courses specifically is right just in time learning instead of just in case learning. So I think that done for you service providers, especially virtual support pros, it doesn't need to be a huge thing, right? It can be like one core bite of what people need to know right now in order for them to be able to do whatever the thing is. Absolutely. Yeah. You do not need to think that you need to bite off this giant thing and create a giant, you know, course (laughs) that takes people from A to Z and teaches you all the things, right? 
being able to identify a really specific pain points that you know, like the beautiful thing about done for you, like people who are coming from a service-based background is you already know what the big pain points are that you help people with. Although you might help people with a bigger spectrum of things, you know that there's usually one or two that like really trip people up. And if you can identify what those pain points are and offer a sort of a, a DIY solution to that pain point through something like a course, I mean, that can just be such an amazing ticket for increasing your revenue through like this passive income stream. I love that. So one of the things that I know that I work through with a lot of the women in Booked and Balance, which is my six month program, is the fact that their ideal client for their digital product that they want to create is often not the same ideal client for done for you services for their service side. Because by the time a lot of people get to six or seven figures in their business and they're already established, they're looking to hire people like virtual support pros to do the thing instead of learning how to do the thing. Right? Sure. So one of the things is figuring out exactly what their number one, what their digital product is going to be. And then number two, what their opt-in for that product is going to be, because sometimes there's a disconnect on their website of like, oh, the people that are coming to my website are looking to hire me to do the thing. They don't want an opt-in. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think it can feel definitely probably a bit awkward when you're first adding this new line of business into your overall umbrella of Mm -hmm. what it is that you offer. And it may just take some finessing and refining to figure out kind of the languaging and messaging of how to make that work. I mean, one really simple example is you know, when we land on so many people's homepages, maybe there's like a header block that introduces you and and who you serve and what you do. But then right underneath, it's like, how can I help you type thing Mm -hmm. where it may lead people down three different paths. Now that's a perfect place for you to start to use language to identify and let people choose, you know, do they want to learn in kind of a self-study type way? Are they looking to hire this out? Like that might be an easy way for you to differentiate between the types of opt-ins that you may create in order to lead people down different paths. As an example, I get the question a lot, like, do I need to start a second URL, a second Instagram (laughs) account? Like, do I need to sort of do this all over again? And as long as what you're teaching about is related to your done for you service, the answer is no, because actually what you're providing your clients, like those wins and that transformation that you're providing to your clients, those are incredible testimonials Mm -hmm. of your expertise. And you actually want to be sharing those amazing testimonials from your clients to demonstrate, oh, hey, you know, Tasha or Gemma or Susie or Lauren or whoever it is really is the expert on this thing. So let's take an example of somebody who maybe offers Facebook ad services for, you know, six figure online coaches or something like that. And they do done for you ad management. Well, in the marketing on their Instagram or in their emails, I'm sure they're sharing client wins of the campaigns that they've run, of the huge successes that their clients have had, with ads. Now, even though they're trying to book these six-figure clients as their main clients, there are going to be people who start to follow them just for inspiration and education around ads because they are clearly getting, they're getting results and they're clearly an expert in this industry. And so there is a way to kind of mesh the two so that 
the people who are following who frankly just aren't at the level where they can afford to book your services, you're actually now offering a way for them to be able to get inside your brain a little bit and get some of those expert strategies, but at a price point that actually works for them. So there is a way to really marry the two. I'm sure even just in the realm of Facebook ad experts, we can think of some people who do that, who mm-hmm. have done for you and who have a course, right? Like uh, somebody I love is Claire Pels. Yes. She has her own podcast. She has worked with hugely successful six and seven figure online business owners and run their ads for them. And she has a course for the DIY folks out there, right? So she's done a beautiful job of marrying the two. So if you want to see an example of that in action, just go check out her website and her Instagram. I love that. And that was actually going to be my next question because I know that for the first two years that I was doing both done for you services and started coaching and doing some courses and everything, I kept my websites together and I kept everything together because separating the two felt overwhelming. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to keep up with both of them if I did that. I finally made the decision late last year to finally separate the websites and then early this year to finally separate the Instagram and the Facebook accounts because both of them were kind of getting so much notoriety that they really needed their own space. But I 100% agree with you, especially when you're first starting out, keep it simple, keep everything together until you absolutely have to. Exactly. (laughs) And then at that point, if it feels like you've hit that moment at which it makes sense to separate them out, it's when you've built up enough revenue that you can hire on help to run them both, right? It's like not realistic for us to think that as a solopreneur or just a solopreneur with one team member that you could handle that level of content and visibility and, you know, service and all of that. Exactly. Exactly. So what is our like first step when we're trying to figure out what is the thing that we're going to create in terms of a digital product? Well, one thing that I always like to start with, and this kind of scares people off, but it's a really good way to test your ideas, because I am a hundred percent of the mindset that you do not put the cart before the horse. You do not go and create an online course, a membership, anything. If you haven't already pre-sold it and you have founding members inside the door who have paid you and therefore you're creating something that, you know, a, you've gotten some money in the beginning to actually pay you to create the, the darn thing, but also you know that this is a valuable item that people are going to pay for. I see a lot of people doing beta testers where the beta testers are free. And although that can be fine to maybe get like eyes on your course and point out any typos or something, that's not validating the idea. That's not right. validating the fact that somebody is going to pay you dollars for this product, right? Everybody's going to say yes to a freebie. So what I like to do, if you have any kind of audience at all, whether that's on an email list, on Instagram, on your Facebook, whatever, even if it's been so far that you've just been really highlighting your business as a service-based business, it's okay. I would offer a free webinar on a particular topic and just see what happens. Do you get a lot of people to register? If the answer is no, just don't run the webinar. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Right? Like if the, you know, if, if it's not a topic that resonates, that's the whole point we're trying to test. But if you do get a big resounding, yes, you get lots of people to attend the webinar. You can make it a pitch free webinar and just offer it, say it's like 30 minutes or 45 minutes offering a ton of value and then send out to those registrants afterwards, maybe even like a follow-up survey of a, how they found the webinar, but then B, 
start to say, okay, I'm thinking that there is value here in creating an offer that could really help you take this one step further, you know, really help you get the, the solution and the transformation that you're after and survey your registrants and see, ask them what would make this an easy yes for you and really elicit that feedback and then pre-sell. And like the way that you can pre-sell, I have a series of emails. I actually, I run my own membership for digital product creators called the Passive Project. And I give you the whole template of like the whole sequence of emails. I think there's 11 emails in my pre-sale sequence that you can follow where the more you can like elicit these people to give their feedback, they feel a part of the making of this thing and then are so much more likely to buy. And then you run through that the first time around. This kind of scares people to run through it the first time around live. But I think this is the only way to really do it is to maybe it's a six week or an eight week course or something like that. You run through it live with your first group of say 10 buyers mm -hmm. and then you've built out a course and you got paid to build it out. And now you can go on to the next realm, which is scaling and marketing and launching and all of that fun stuff. I love that. I definitely did that with Built to Profit. So I called it a beta, but I did a lot of like Instagram stories and like, you know, DM me if you are interested in something like this and yes. same thing on Facebook and everything. I think I ended up with 10 to 14 people that first round and kept it at a really reasonable, you know, beta price. And then I didn't do the actual modules live, but I dripped them out. So I was basically recording it like a couple days before I put it in the, you know. That's, and that's what I mean by live. <laughs> yeah, I mean okay. like in real time, Yeah, you are like a couple days before recording those things, popping them up, getting scrappy here and just like mm -hmm. hustling to make it happen and set yourself a realistic schedule of like when you can actually drip out that much content so that your people know ahead of time to expect X number of lessons every Friday or whatever that looks like. And yeah, like, didn't you feel amazing at the end of that, like six yes. weeks or whatever it was that you'd built out this thing with paying customers and got it validated all in one fell swoop? Yes, absolutely. It was, it was amazing. And I think that that first group are some of one of the best testimonials, you know, number one, because now they have a few months of having been able to do it and are seeing the results. And number two, because like I was able to give so much to that first group because it was also so much smaller and stuff too. So I think that there's something to be said about that first round. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what you want to do. It's always mm -hmm. what I talk about too, is like over delivering the heck in that first group so that your testimonials that come through are killer for mm -hmm. your sales page when you actually go to launch and they become your cheerleaders and yeah. like the people who will shout it from the rooftops that it was like the most amazing experience. And now whenever I'm like shopping around, if I need to learn something or somebody I follow is like launching something new and it's something I know I could really use for myself, for my own personal development and business development. If I can be a founding member, I am jumping in <laughs> because yeah. I know a, I'm getting the best price and B you get the most attention. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about your free class that you have on how to grow and scale your digital product business. Yeah. So we're diving in for 60 minutes. I jam packed this thing with my best kind of strategies and the frameworks and the tips and tricks that I have used to grow a multiple six figure digital product based business. So we're talking about things like my hybrid marketing method, which is around how to combine live launching and an evergreen funnel together so that you can really create consistent revenue machine for your business. I talk about something called the bucket system, which I really feel like your peeps are going to want to hear about, which is how to craft a digital product 
that is truly irresistible that people will really want to pay dollar dollar bills for. <laughs> and it's all about this bucket system. And I have a five buckets and you've got to fill all five buckets to craft this irresistible offer. So I go through that and I just go through some of the steps that I teach actually inside of my membership, the passive project. So you can kind of understand my framework of how to really build this out for yourself and your business. So it's a really jam packed hour. I love that. And where can we find you online? So come on over and follow me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. It's at Carter. Send me a DM. You know, I love chatting in there. I love connecting. So that's where you'll find me on the daily. I also do have a Facebook group called the Profitable Digital Product Creator. So if you want to look that up, you can join on into that group. And obviously my website, GemmaBonhamCarter.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. This was great. Thanks so much for having me. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.